Hey guys, welcome back to Surviving Hollywood. I'm Johnny Ray Diaz. I am Aaron Arnold. I'm Austin Arnold. And on today's ep, we had the great, the powerful director, Paul Hogan. He was great. Uh, very chill guy. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, because we're on both YouTube and I iTunes, uh, you see that we're wearing Halloween costumes. And that is because this is the day after Halloween. Mm -hmm. And uh, we all went out last night. And then for today, we invited our guest, Paul, to wear his Halloween costume and do, uh, you know, a fun... Talk about what he did on, on Halloween. And and I got to, how we met is I got to work with him. He directed every single episode of season two of True TV's You Can Do Better. And we really hit it off on set. And we talk about how you generate jobs as a director, how you hustle um, in Hollywood. The trials and tribulations, because when we're on a set and there's an actor or a certain department that isn't, um, maybe things aren't you know, they're not jiving with the rest of the set. We sit back, we, we relax. Somebody else is yeah. going to deal with that. Well, he's the no guy. Pressure. He's the guy who's got to deal with that. So we ask him about that and just basically how he gets jobs in general. I thought I thought it was a really cool pod. Um, actually, one of my favorite guests so far. He was super chill. Great conversation. Easy going. Uh, had a lot of information, but also just kind of like a cool dude you want to hang out with, right? Yeah, he was cool. For sure. Um, Very chill. It was also kind of cool that he, uh, he talked about how to handle difficult actors on sets. You know, or even difficult crew. That happens sometimes. Not naming director. any names. Not going to say who it was. Well, you'll see. You have to listen to the podcast. And he also mentioned a new project he's working on. Uh, and pitching. Pitching. A new series. Pretty dark. We ask him how you pitch. Yes. He tells us. We get into it really deep. Yeah. If you're, uh, if you're a director out there or just somebody who wants to know what it's like being on set or, or getting jobs, you're going to like this episode. This is a good one. Welcome to the Surviving Hollywood Podcast. Oh, I'm of Harry. I'm sick and tired of having to eke my way through life. Starring Johnny Ray Diaz. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. You can't handle the truth! Aaron But you had a uh, radio gig in college? I wouldn't call it a gig. Oh. It was... Uh, <laughs> they gave you free airtime. They gave us free airtime, and we had, like... Uh, it was basically just trying to see what we could get away with on right. a, on a mm. thing. Just to, anything to do viewers. We would offer drugs, and, you know... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Would you follow through on that? No. Literally nobody <laughs> was checking up on that. Nobody. And, but we also had a, I worked on a television show in college as well. So that, but that like, that actually got viewers and stuff like that. But what school was no. this? Uh, American University. In American Washington, University? American, American University. In, Very in, in patriotic. Washington, yeah. In Washington, D.C. Yeah. It was, <laughs> okay. Uh, it was in D.C. It was like, I guess, chartered by congress or something at some point like it was like an official propaganda government yeah. school you know right. but but then yeah a lot but, of political science majors a lot and, and apparently there's more now now i get all the alumni things and it's like wonks we're all wonks I'm like, the fuck is a, <laughs> what the fuck is a wonk you what know it? like I, it's like people who are really it's like a new term for nerd i guess oh, but like you huh. are up 
they're all poli sci wonks, but I guess you could be a Hollywood wonk, but nobody would. I call prefer it that. nerd. Nerd, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, it's uh, sounds like something like a racist. You yell at some guy crossing the street. Well, they have a problem. Hey, they watch a, it, you wonk. They have a problem with that too, because <laughs> the yeah, the people were uh, a couple years ago were hanging nooses around campus, which is weird in D.C. Like, it, wow. I, I grew up around D.C. You don't want to do that. It's, you know, you're outnumbered. The least weird. creative thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. And the, so they're trying to explain, like, we're this wonderful, like, liberal. Art. And then this is happening, and everybody's like, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> legit, like, the most racist thing you could do. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. It was bad. It was terrible, and they felt really bad, and they should. But, yeah, it's. Fucking yeah. wonks. Anyway, <laughs> hey, and before we get on to that political tangent, happy uh, Halloween! Happy Halloween! Hey, happy I just want to address to our viewing audience on YouTube: we dressed up today. Did Ye we? Yesterday was Halloween, and we thought it'd be a fun little game. Before we hear about what Paul did for his Halloween, who's a director, we'll get into all that uh, in the episode. But what do you guys think Paul's costume is? The guy from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, oh, I, I gave it away. Too. I should have given you all like, yeah, no, I'm not that. What, <laughs> what were your other? Thoughts? I've never watched that show and I still got it. You know wow. what? You kind of do look like him a little bit, but yeah, the, that wasn't my guess though. What was your guess? So with the jean jacket and the, the shirt, it feels very like Miami Vice. Pablo Escobar-ish <laughs> drug cartel <laughs> guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Some kind yeah. of Miami, you know it. what I mean? I should do Escobar next year. Yeah. 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 That'd be good. Did you have me a Stranger Things too? Or a I was gonna guess. No, I didn't. And I watched the show. Yeah, and I watched the show too. <laughs> I was gonna guess some sort of Doug Funny cartoon based on your. It looks like a sketch. <laughs> it's it's this is Doug Funny. some version Tom of the Selleck? of the shirt that like <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's I got like I last night. So I I learned, and this I guess is a good thing. I don't have the dad bod. So like I got people mm. who are like you're too thin. I would mm. know who you were that's if true. you were fat. You know. Dad bod. You're um, a director. You must have access to a fat suit. I <laughs> think, but that would that would assume I thought about this. It was so. It, it's Friday, Thursday, Monday. I was on. I was originally going to be Billy, like so. I was going to oh, shave the yeah, mustache yeah, okay. down, buy a wig, and and like do that, and, and like then a my, lifeguard outfit or something. I don't know. Yeah, like well, I was going to do the real dirtbag yeah. '80s look, like yeah. you know, wife beater and all that, and really look like shit, and like, but uh, and then my wife was going to be. The mom. The mom. That's perfect. Mm. That would been great. But we have kids, and we're both far too lazy and busy to even bother <laughs> with that. Like, we didn't yeah. even order. So I was like, but my kids were both Stranger Things. So I was like, okay, I've got to do something. And I've got the mustache. So I was like, all right, Monday, I, I was on Amazon. It was like the last, literally the last shirt on Prime. <laughs> and it was like, order... I could see the countdown clock. Like I need, if you deal. want this by, no, just like literally, if you uh, want to get this by Halloween, you have, to order you have an hour, three minutes. Right. No, okay. it was like, oh, I was really? like, I was like, and I don't, <laughs> I don't like that pressure. So I was like, I just, <laughs> but I just did the, the one time I actually do the, like the one For button, just, just like, yeah. So then it showed up and they were like, it runs small. And I, Perfect. I, like, I love it. Yeah. It looks perfect. It fits Sm perfect. Small for Actually, middle America. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's our audience. It's um, good though. If it's good. Did you take the kids trick or treating? Last yeah. Night? So we went to uh, Larchmont, which Larchmont is, Village. Yeah. yeah. Well, not the shopping district. Okay. Over in the just the neighborhood. The neighborhood it. there, they have all these huge houses. Good candy. Great candy. Fun size. Quality, quality candies. Some. A couple got the like. My son got. And it really pissed my daughter off. Um, he somebody gave him like a full size Starburst, Ooh, like you score. Know, so that's thing, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I like so it's 
multiple blocks. They it, most people decorate their houses, mm. um, and there's I mean. I think by 7.30, there were just thousands of people around there. I mean, it's people just come in from everywhere. Um, you always see like weird, I think all, I think where comedians in LA start is like Franklin Village. And then when they are successful, they all move there. Because every every year I see like Thomas Lennon and like Patton Oswalt. Oh, and like, and oh, they just, really? you know, yeah. Cool. I, when, the first year I went, there was this guy in... Um, this costume and it was amazing. And it was um, the dad from the demon dad from Teen Titans Go. If you watch the cartoon, you know it. Like it's the okay. one Raven, I think, and her dad's this big demon. And he had this like really elaborate, huge head. Wait, piece. is it the, the voice or is it the, no, act, the live the, action version? The well, the well, so no, like this costume he had. Oh, on. the costume. And I, and I, I go up you. and I'm okay. like, oh, hey, nice costume. I love it. And it turned yeah. out it was Patton Oswald. I'm like, <laughs> hey, you're cool, you know. Um, That's a funny block. Yeah, yeah no, it was. That's it's cool. good. So, but it, but and it's a real chill atmosphere. It's terrible. What it's kind awful. of candy? Don't go there because now I'm saying yeah, exactly. People, yeah. 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 What kind guy. of candy does Patton Oswalt have? I don't. Like, I see. I don't know which. I always see him walking around, so I don't uh, know. So he's not even handing out candy. He's getting he the candy. He not be. Whoa. I think one. A couple of the houses I've seen them go into, and I can't remember. They all kind of look nice and alike. So, <laughs> Patton Oswalt. He's uh, watching this going, come on, Paul, you're out, out yeah, of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next year, say hi. So uh, I'm just curious because I've never gone trick-or-treating in, in Hollywood. What is, uh, what's, what's that process like? Because I, I know when I was a kid, the, the game was like, if you see the box where it says, please take one, you take the whole box. You well, know what I mean? He has to educate his kids. I know. But is it, is it like that over there or is yeah. it like really? It's, well, there's, it's a, clearly a thing in the neighborhood. So there was one house that had the the bowl mm. and my kids and, and my daughter my daughter said this on the way home she's like oh we were in line and there were all these teens were in front of me she sounds like a trucker <laughs> um they, they were in front of me and and they're um and they and they took like 10 pieces each yeah and then we got up there there was no more but we wanted to do that i'm like no that's not <laughs> yeah. the point like you're not you know i we yeah. left it in at our house one year when we went to go over here we left the bowl with the candy right, right. and we came back. And it a was camera. Gone. The bowl was the gone. Bowl was the gone. bowl was gone. The like thing, the, everything, yeah. all the candy bowl, everything. Like I was like, this is, I should have, it's what I would have done, you know, yeah. but yeah. Um, Aaron and I used to, uh, when we were a little older than your kids, I'm assuming, take rollerblades, go down our mile long street in one costume, get the candy, drop it off and take another costume and rollerblade down the street I, again. I remember it hey. must've been about fifth or sixth grade. I was staying at my buddy Rajan's house. I just remember I was like I was at Rajan's house. And it was like right outside DC, like where I, you know, and like, and and it was we were doing a sleepover. Must have been a Friday night or something. So he and I had this that grand plan. We went, we had two costumes, which we had to hide from our parents that we had two um. costumes because like they if they would have known. And we had I remember clear as day, pillowcase. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember the pillowcases of candy. full of candy. Yeah. You know. It, who knows? <laughs> now we guessed your costume. Aaron did. Could you guess our costumes? Uh, let's start with Austin, and it'll go go down. Well, the that one's pretty obvious. That's the the movie that I don't remember the name of with Will Ferrell. I'm Jackie Moon. Baby. Jackie Moon. Thank you. Semi pro. Yes. Semi pro. Yeah, semi pro. Thank you. What's Jackie Moon's hit song? It's Love me sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Love I did me not, sexy. I did not remember that. That's good. You're John Wick. 
Yeah, that's right. One week. One week. That's right. That was a good one. One week. Parabolum. Yes. A lot of people had trouble with that one. Really? Dude, I had a lot of people were like, yeah, I even broke it down. So I went to my manager's Halloween party yesterday and I explained to her, no, I'm I'm John Wick. She's like, what's John Wick? And I'm like, you're like, oh, I can see if they made one movie, but they made three. I they made you were in three, the <laughs> and they're all pretty successful. Yeah, <laughs> like, all right. The, your weird Pulp Fiction. I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get that too. Yeah, you could. You be. could see that. I, yeah, some people said that. Some people said that. All right, now um, for the hardest one. I think it's easy. Pumpkin pie. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's not hard. <laughs> no, I. It was that or nothing. Math guy. Math guy. Yeah. yeah. Nerd. Yeah. Nerd. Wonk. Right? What is <laughs> Whoa, it? Whoa, dude. Come oh, on. oh. Well, I had, can't so, wonk. Hey. not understanding. Hey, turkey. Our Lyft driver last night, because you don't want to park over there, he picked us up, and <laughs> we're like, oh, you, you know, making around. There's a lot of cars, a lot of people. And he was like, yeah. Like, uh, is there a concert going on or something? <laughs> I'm like, are you? <laughs> what? You know, and he was, he was dead serious. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's been here long, but still, like, I'm like, the, yeah. it's a gigantic citywide costume <laughs> concert. Yeah, no, You're like, buddy, I'll give you five stars, but yeah. I'm not giving you good conversation. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Is today a holiday? What's going on? Yeah. Now, let's, let's jump in, guys, because this is called Surviving it was Hollywood. Fun. It was fun, though. Not Surviving Halloween, but Surviving Hollywood. Yeah. And I met Paul working on True TVs, You Can Do Better. Mm-hmm. But the we just p- had Mike on, yeah. Yeah, we just had Mike on. Yeah. It was also. Yeah. Um, but the majority of our audience is up-and-coming writers, directors, actors, filmmakers. So could you just kind of share how you got your start in directing? Yeah. Um, a, a very roundabout way. So I, when I moved out here... Um, from? Uh, from the Washington, D.C. Okay, area. so that's where you're yeah, from. Okay. Yeah, so I grew up there, went to college there. Uh, while I was in college... Um, my friends and I had done a, a comedy talk show in college and this was, I'm dating myself, but like this was really, I mean, the internet existed. Um, <laughs> this was a few years before YouTube and we kill ourselves that it did not exist because we had people literally videotaping our show and sending it to their friends at other schools. The first viral video. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, the guy who hosted it ended up selling it to Comedy Central. So we did a season at uh, on Comedy Central, and that was enough to get me out here. And so... Who was the guy? Uh, his name's Chris Wilde. Um, nice. He's comedian, actor. I feel... Um, I feel I'm- the name. I don't recognize the name. Yeah. Um, so it was like we. It was a fun show, and we learned a lot of important lessons about working with networks and not like what. What was the premise of the show? It was a talk show. That's uh, all it was. Okay. T- talking to comedians. Yeah, okay. uh, talking to whoever we had. So in school, we had no guests. We had guests, but they were the school president or the physics teacher or okay. the random basketball player, whoever you know. Um, then and we would do it a live weekly program in college. Um, and we would do sketches and taped segments and all so that. So like stuff. a variety show sort of? Yeah. Like, bit, okay. I mean like half hour Letterman type show okay, cool. with, with tape bits. Um, was, uh, Chris Wilde on the uh, stand up show that was on like NBC. So you think, you know, so you want to be a stand up? I don't think so. You just look up his pick. I'm sure <laughs> you'll you'll recognize him. He's in a million commercials. He's right now. He's also the voice of Bob on Bob's furniture. So whenever I watch the news in the morning, I, 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 
<laughs> I hear him. And my kids go, that's Chris. I thought you were about to say Bob's Burgers. Oh. No, that'd be, that'd be, hey, I'm sure he did well. Too. Um, but so we did this. So then when we came out here, it was, we learned and it was one of those things where um, we were fresh out of college and the Comedy Central essentially said to Chris and, and, and his brother, who's a producer too, and said, said, you know, it was basically like, we love this show you guys are doing. It's amazing. We want you to be you. Now don't be you. And we responded by going, fuck you, you know? And it was, and we learned not, to, like I learned, you know? It, it, I mean, you directly told them we're not going to do that. They had, well, they didn't say it in so many words, but, but all the things that we wanted to do that were uh, like offensive, edgy, they like didn't, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to do that. And this huh. was before Chappelle's show. Which is very um, edgy. That's weird. Because, well, yeah. the, now they like Chappelle's show cracked it open, but at the time right. South Park was their one edgy thing, show. edgy show. And they had a very sort of nice edginess, like, like, in terms of comedians, but they were still doing things where it was like half hour long TV shows that were just clips of stand-up comics, mm -hmm. you know? Um, Comedy blend. Exactly, yeah. Um, I can't remember, short attention span theater. I think that was off yeah. by then. But like, um, so, the, but they, so they hadn't stretched their legs yet. And we were not Dave Chappelle either. We weren't as good talented but also hey, like he hey. had that cachet you know I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll take. um you know but like uh so but we learned and so we would say oh let's do this and, and they'd say no and then we would hand them a script that was worse for a bit you know mm. um and so yeah we did one season but it got me out here uh and then from that i worked just as a you know uh, pa like I, I do, um, like like uh, production yeah, yeah, coordinator. Kind of stuff. I was all terrible, <laughs> basic cable. Yeah. Uh, talk shows, game shows. Okay. It was like the heyday of game show network and game shows. So they were just doing. If it Exploding. wasn't. Yeah, I worked on it. Like, like. Um, Whammy. I didn't. I think I did a day on that, and I was like, "All right, that's cool," you know, like you know. Um, but I mean, there were a million pilots that they were doing, and I remember I did one pilot that, like, it was like a show where it's like there was a camera in the middle, and it just spun around to different people asking them questions. And I, like, you do this, and uh, then that '70s show, it, that's a yeah, it was like that. But like, it would like it was on this turntable, and it would ask, and you'd get kicked out, and then people would move in or rung and all this. And you are the weakest through. link. It was kind of like, <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, I remember being in France, and I was like in the hotel room switching channels, and then there like they must have sold it to foreign markets or whatever, and oh, like, and, cool. and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember doing that. Must that, have felt good. No, because <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't get to work on it. Um, so I, I did that, but then I I, I did um, I do a lot of um, branded content. Commercial. Now I do so, be, and so what I did was I got out of that. I was doing motion graphics for some of the TV shows, graphics coordinator, and things like that on talk shows. And then, in a, and then the weird thing is I moved out. Like I moved away from LA. Um, my wife at the time, girlfriend got a job in Seattle. So we moved up there and I just started mm. freelancing. And I started freelancing, working with ad agencies, doing direct to client stuff for little motion videos. I started doing these viral video, like these viral fake movie trailers, which is the Garrison Dean stuff. Yes. Um, and I, that's my nom de web. Um, I saw those. Those look good, but you, nobody... You just did those on your own? 
some of them. Nice. Uh, there they, are, they I, I did. I made all very of them professional. My, I made all of them myself. Some of them were paid for. Um, nice. Very you know. professional. Thank they you. Looked, Thank you. They look good. Thank you. Um, so I love doing those, but that got me enough sort of notoriety. And then I begun began working with. Uh, I went out with a good friend of mine. We moved to Kansas City, and then I was working for an ad agency there uh, and helping them set up a um, like their like we want to make commercials in house. Um, and so we, and you guys know how to do this. We want to do this. We create commercials, content, all that stuff. And this was about so 10 years ago. started like their own production basically. Exactly. In-house. And then that moved me back to Los Angeles LA. and then they probably closed us down. And then, but by that point I'd done enough broadcast spots and things like that, that I began to get commercial work, content and, uh, TV, like with you can do better, and, and how do you get that? Do you have to have an? Be it's, in- it's hell. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I. The problem is, I've done all this myself, um, so I don't have an agent. So no agent. I don't have all word of mouth, pretty much all word of mouth. Yeah. Which a lot of a lot of goes, jobs in Hollywood are like that, though, right? They I, are, I know but it's like it, it is, and it's nice. But at the same time, it would, would sure be nice to have sure. somebody. So I, I've toyed with it a couple of times getting you know some sort of agent or manager something just to so i don't have to do the the lift and i think i'm about to to do that and to look into that but i've had enough people who also said well you're getting enough work on your own you don't why give them the money i'm like well because i spend every fucking waking night (laughs) like pulling my hair out wondering where the next work's coming from so um you know and so that's that's the uh that's the thing is but also just knowing enough producers and people that that and it's and but I still do a whole lot of things. I'll do motion graphics pieces like that's right now. I'm doing just finished up a couple of things like that. That's so that's just me in my room messing around with After Effects and creating things and animations and all that stuff. So um, yeah, so that's sort of the sort of roundabout. I don't mm-hmm. know if I would have stayed. What would have happened because I was spending my time on talk shows, like waking up at five in the morning and opening up as a production coordinator, opening up a stage and calling camera guys. And I was like, I don't want to be doing this. It's fun. I, it was, a, it's so much fun. All jobs I've had in this town are fun. Right. But like, I was like, I don't want to be doing <clears throat> this specific thing when I'm 40, 50, you know, yeah. cause I had bosses who I liked a lot, but I was like, I don't want to be them. You yeah. know, uh, it's, it's, there was no creativity in did it. Did you but. always know you wanted to be a director or to kind of fall into it? No, I did. I, did? I okay. Yeah, I, I knew I always wanted to be in this realm, you know. I, yeah. I some capacity. Yeah, I yeah. took acting classes as a kid and would do plays and stuff like that. And um, But you were just telling the other actors what to do? <laughs> a little bit, yeah, no. But I mean, I was always, I would always, like, I didn't have, you know, you always hear about Spielberg with his Super 8 or whatever. But like, yeah. I, I I tried that a couple of times, but I had no way of editing. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't know that at the time. I was right. like, okay, <laughs> I, I've put a video camera on my toys. Now, now, now how do I, yeah. <laughs> you know, like who's going to watch this? Looks like this one's a one Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I would, I began to learn to edit in camera. Um, but yeah, so when that's once I got to college and I was like, oh, yeah. this is how you do I it. can cut it together. That's fun. Um, I think about times like that and I'm like, man, this shit must have been so hard to just like, cause nowadays you can like, ah, throw my computer, boom, boom, done, you know, or my phone, I can edit something almost. There's and an app for that. It's crazy. Did, like back in the day, how you had to just like, was that like linear editing? Sort it was of? linear editing. Yeah. I learned on a AB roll VHS Jeez, and then, man. uh, also like a little bit, I did some film on the Steenbeck, which 
even as I was doing, it, I was like, I know this is not this. This is about yeah. to die. But like, yeah. it was cool. Um, you know, cool doing that. But I think the thing is, if I ever became a teacher or professor or something like that, if I ever had to teach people, I would force them to learn on linear mm. machines. Yeah, um, because it 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 forces you to because they have to suffer just like <laughs> no, it's not even suffering. It it forces you to think about what you're filming. Um, yeah. I know a lot, it's, I'll do shows like when we did, you can do better. Um, I mean, we did, I think it was something like 70 days in a row. And I think we were doing 70, I think is what it I was. remember I you think. telling me something like that. Yeah, Cause was, I came back for one episode two weeks later and I was like, how, what's your schedule like? And that's what you, that's <laughs> yeah. you told me. Yeah. It was, it was just go, go, go. I think we had a couple weekends off. I think the, I don't think they thought we were going to be able to keep up with it. And the, the, pro the writers and all that stuff i think we got we got ahead of them um and i didn't think they thought was gonna happen so we stopped down for a week in there you know which pissed the crew off but um the only way that we were able to do that and and this is i find on all the things i i tried never i don't think we ever i think we had one day on those entire thing where we had overtime um one or two days so you guys are really efficient I try to be. And that yeah. comes from the linear a editing. background of linear editing. Yeah. That comes from a back, because I know I'll have crews, I'll have ADs, I'll have even editors come to me and they'll say, you know, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like right, right. You, you, knew, you, know you know what to shoot, what you're gonna, shooting. Right. And they'll say, oh, but this, and I was like, I don't need that. I yeah. don't need that. And if I did need it, oops, fig <laughs> we'll figure out a solution. But, um, but yeah, it, it's, it comes from linear editing. It comes, and I know too many younger directors and people who just get on set and shoot, 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 shoot. Mm. And, and yeah, you can cut something from it, but like it, it, you're wasting everybody's time, uh, you, you know, and you just, you just don't need that. So if you learn, you know, I know I need this shot to this shot to that shot to that. And it'll change in the, in the process, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll change as you're going in the edit, but like. So making a shot list, most important. Shot list is most important. Knowing why you're doing what you're doing is most important. Um, and having the sort of the confidence to know what you don't need. I remember uh, the DP, John, who was on um, You Can Do Better. We had, we had he, he was talking about, um, and I work with him a bunch, but we always talk about, um, now I can't remember his name. We did Sicario. <laughs> uh, what's the, um, of, of what? Of what? A Sicario. And the DP of Sicario? Uh, no, well, um, the director. Uh, oh, Villeneuve, right? Yeah, Denis. Yeah. Denis yeah. Villeneuve. Or, um, yeah. So he was talking, he apparently on Sicario, there was a shot where he had like them, I think it was the one where they're like walking over the, like the, they're walking into the sunset and all that. And I think, you know, um, and so somebody's like, you know, he said to his 80 or somebody like, like, don't let me get coverage on this because I want to make sure I have to use this mm. shot. And so there's a certain confidence that I, th I find in like trusting that you are going to do what you do and that you may make a mistake, but again, you still have that entire post process to, to find those solutions and then, and then find those other ways of doing it. But yeah. Yeah. You and and uh, when <coughs> you originally got uh, the true TV show, did you have to like, what was that process for that one specifically? So for that one, cause you record, you were the whole season. <clears throat> No, right? Were you, there was three I, directors. No, there, it you was were me. The, that was me oh. for that entire for that season. For the first season, they had I. So I came on on the 
second season or season one B or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, that was the se- that was all me for those. Third, I don't even know how many episodes nice. it was. I think it was. Um, but so that was. Did you got to update your IMDb? It's terrible. <laughs> I know. People really yeah. look at that, don't they? Yeah, uh, yeah. I got I got to get on that. Um, yeah, it's terrible. Um, I was like, oh, he did Crocodile Dundee. That's cool. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it. Uh, my a producer I had worked with on um, something I uh, filmed for Fusion, which I don't even know if that's still around. I think they died. Um, I think so. Um, but it was a guy, and he's actually now he's a pretty good friend of mine, um, this Egyptian comic named uh, Bassem Youssef. And we were shooting, he was doing sort of a, a docu-series about... America like he came here and it was him going around and and um and it was pretty entertaining it's got to be online still even if fusion isn't so but I'd I'd shot um in I shot a sketch with him and then in studio segments with him and the producer on that um she and I got talking about car chases like we love watching car chases. It's I don't like sports. The OJ chase is Los Angeles a, daily you, car chase like is my sports <laughs> yeah. like that is like Real stakes. There's like, a there's a whole channel dedicated to that, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, say there's like an actual thing which is just car chases. I get, I've got the NBC, like, like I got all the news apps only because it's like, what are you hoping to see when you watch those? Are you hoping like, crash. oh my god, I want to see the crash, or I want to see him get caught? A guy doing a crazy thing that you never think you do. That you want, yeah. you want that insanity, like, and you, <laughs> do you don't ever want the guy to get away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, screw the man. Yeah, like when they get away, like you really are like. You know, like the best is like you root the motorcyclists who you root for because they're the ones who may get away. I saw one motorcycle. He just he went to the desert and it was night and he lights off and just lost him. Well, um, that's cool because you can just go fast and very, you very, learn that like Batman. you learn helicopters are not as fast as you think they are because yeah. the people in the news copters are like we can't go any. I'm like. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> fucking helicopter. How's yeah. the how's the like eighty five Celica beating you? You know, um, push the throttle more. Yeah. Um, but so she and I were talking about car chases and then she was watching, she was looking for director. Uh, she got brought on as a showrunner for that season and then um, she, literally a car chase came on and she was like, Paul, you know? And like, <laughs> and she called me and, and had them call me and I met with the the, the production and, and the host and, and all that stuff. And nice. submit your stuff. Did you have to do that or? I, they looked at it. I, I I sent them my page and my reel and all that stuff. I mean, I find that's how so much of this works. But again, it's you know, it's it's so much who, who like you said, like so much who you know and and developing relationships where knowing that you're you're easy to work with. You know, yeah. and yeah, you're cool, right? Yeah, you don't want to be a pain in the ass, right? I, that's right. no, I no. Yeah. I, I'm never. I don't like yelling. Yeah. Don't yell on set. I hate that. I, you know, you do that once to prove a point. And then yeah. <laughs> you put the I like coffee. This were is you my there coffee? that day? No, it wasn't. Oh, I mean, didn't happen. No, <laughs> I, it actually did happen. It was an unfortunate incident. Well, but what uh, happened? Uh, there was <laughs> there's a lighting guy and Christian Bale was on set. <laughs> there was a. Uh, uh, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. There was a specific department head of a specific department who was being. Uh, a problem. bit diva-ish and, and it's gotta be the gaffer and always the gaffer and, and, <laughs> and, and it was and, and which I can take if you're good 
Um, but they were also not competent. And so I was getting harassed and, and asking for simple things was met with both aggression and, mm. um, and, attitude. Uh, and attitude. Thank you. And, and, and I was like, I, it was a nightmare day on top of it. And I just was I just lost it. I just, I just, yeah. lost, but I lost it in a, like, I was like, well, and again, of. in this day and age, you can't just go full Christian bail. Like, and <laughs> so I was like, I need I need you because you're a neutral party. I need you. You're the boss. Like, and you, like, I was like, let's go talk about this. And then I was like, here's what we need and, and all this stuff. And then the person kept like haranguing me mm. and I was like, okay. And then I, and then <laughs> yeah. I let him have it. And it, but it was like, I had enough people there to that know that it. I didn't pull this person in a room and just threaten them. Cause like right. I did, you know, you have to be super careful, which yeah. I really, really learned on, um, I did a series for Playboy, which was like, yelling at the models huh no again like that was like i was like okay this is i have to be extra triple quadruple careful in this day and age and environment that like there's always somebody around me who can make sure that everything's on the level and like both for my own sake and for the sake of the people i'm working with you know because it was it was weirder than i thought it was Mm. you're positioning these girls right and like (laughs) right well that's the weird part directing positioning it was yeah, it was strange. I, you know, you think like, You're like this, this is going to be awesome, you know? Awkward. Was, you made it. It was really weird. weird. You're like, hey, could, could you have sex here for me? Bas- yeah. Oh, for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, because you, you like, you're af- asking people to to do that. Yeah. And, and the. But I guess they're probably comfortable with it, right? That's how they make They're probably money. like really chill about it, I feel like, because they're otherwise. They are, but I'm so like. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That. <laughs> They're like, Paul, you don't have to ask. I'll just well, do it. Well, I had one person who I, you know, towards the end of the shoot, I was like, oh, well, let's, can you do, like, I need you to, like, take your, you know, bottoms off. Because we needed real actors. Good God, so like, me I too. Know, right? <laughs> how, yeah. how dare you? And, and, I, and she was like, and she said, well, I was like, are you, are you comfortable with it? And she was like, I, I think so. I said, that's. That's not a yes, so don't worry about it. We'll find, you know, I was like, I can't, yeah. you know, like that. Um, That's not a yes, you're fired. Yeah, but don't no, worry about and then it. you can't do that, obviously. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it was, um, but it was very weird. So, <laughs> so these are actual actors, not. Well, it was a series where I had a talk with them right when they began. And we, I was with a producer and we pitched they'd had all these ideas and we'd pitched like how we would tackle like some of them. One was like a docu-series. One was this, like, this was basically like, if you've ever seen Red Shoes Diary or whatever, like that, like from the, it's like Twilight Zone, but with doing it, you know, like, so each was like a standalone little story. Sounds pretty good. And I said, I was like, is this, are you guys looking for like, are we talking like 80% girl spraying car with a hose and like a little bit of filler or is it the reverse? And they're like, it's the reverse. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah. but I'm, if you want that, yeah. I'm going to need people who can actually kind of act like, yeah. you know, so we needed to find people who could act and, um, and also be comfortable in these, in these situations, in situations, yeah. and, which meant a lot of like, who, who among my friends can, I like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I'm like, yeah. So if anybody out there wanted to do that and didn't get a call, I'm, I'm sorry. It was uh, me being nervous about that. I'm just curious. And, and uh, on this specific topic itself, was your wife comfortable with all that? Yeah, she's from Holland. She, she okay. doesn't care. Okay. Is she, is she in, yeah, in industry? No. Okay. Thank God. So if you want to survive Hollywood, um, 
marry somebody, <laughs> marry somebody <laughs> with a day job. <laughs> it's, it helps. Uh, and it's funny. I know a lot of people who are in that, in that scenario. Um, it's which scenario having, having like a the, significant the, other, a significant other who does not have to disappear for, you know, weeks at a time, either yeah. within the city or outside of the city or whatever, you know, it's, and, and just not have to worry about like somebody will be making money this month. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, somebody will be, will keep us secure with a retirement fund and all, you know, um, do you feel that, and I, I don't, you know, you could have, could have not, let me just get to the question. Do you feel that <laughs> true TV gave, you can do better a shot or do you feel like a shot as well as Adam ruins everything? Or do you feel it was always... Oh, it was in the same vein as Adam Ruins well, Everything, right? Given all the PR to that show, which is a great show, this, this one was slightly similar? I, I feel... I feel they, they could have handled it a little better. Um, you know, it's... the, the if, And if you're li- listening, Matthew, like... The, it, <laughs> the host? The yes, host... Matt. Uh, who's a very good friend of mine now, like he at the he did time, a good job. he's, he's fantastic and he's a genius. He's a really smart guy. Um, but they wanted him to be Adam. So we kept mm. running into like snarky or what, what is Adam? I think a, a little bit snarky. There's a, there's a sort of shot out of a cannon right. thing that Adam has. Yeah. This that, energy sort of. Yeah. yeah. And, and I remember where, where I really noticed <clears> it was they were like, they kept coming to us. We get these notes like, do what Adam does, you know? And I was like, okay. I'm like, <laughs> so when I watch that, what I'm always impressed with whenever I see those things, whether it was back on College Humor, you know, or even on True TV is like, they have these really wonderful, elaborate, like, long takes where he dips in and out and it's like, let me show you how like prison works. And here we are and we come in and we go in and walk through the room and like all these setups come up and leave. And it's like, and, and so (laughs) for the first couple episodes, we we're doing that. I like, I was filming these like the night before I'm like, okay, here's the place. And like, let's, let's get this like really long thing. And they wrote these really long scripts for me. They needed like two minute segments and they'd hand us seven minute scripts. And I'm like, um, (laughs) I don't want to be the one to say this, but you know, um, so then when we get and they'd say, all right, now let's just edit it and chop it up. So it's, I was like, but like, we need it to be like Adam. I'm like, but his show is not edited crazy fast. You just think it is because he's got this kind of energy. So I think they were trying to, I think they were trying to match the energy and the, the thing of the, of, of Adam ruins everything even though the show, while similar in dealing with topics and informing people and educating people, it, it was a different show. And, and I also think the other thing that that kind of, um, among the people that I got to watch it, the ones who really loved it were all over 50. You know, mm-hmm. like the, the, some of the people my wife works with, some of my family and stuff, it was must-see TV for them once, you know, and you do things and they're wow. like, yeah, yeah. And, and I think it was because it was, tackling issues that it was educating people about things and trying to preach to the choir but was actually preaching to the to the other church that needed to hear it so it was tackling issues about gender about really? you know marijuana and like all these things that like, we saw. yeah we saw i mean it was all sums, like yeah. issues of like you know so it was all that and 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 i think anybody who was of the, and adam ruins everything God bless him. Their research staff is incredible. Like I watch that. I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's, there's a lot of, re- it's very you know, informative. It's very yeah. informative. And I think the topics that they were handing us were not as 
they weren't the same and they and they first they, kiss as if there's one way to do a threesome you know yeah exactly <laughs> um so it's like i but i think the the audience like of millennials that they were going for the younger audience was like <coughs> Yeah, we already smoke weed and we're all having threesomes and right. you know, and like, we don't hate gay people and like you know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, thanks, good, nice, nice work. So I, I think they were so gunning for an audience, but again, you can't go to them and be like, you should really aim for that sixty plus crowd. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no network wants to hear that. Well, it's just for weird CBS. that they're like, let's duplicate a show we already, you know what I mean? Well, like it's just, and that so the show was based on Matthew's book, which was called You Suck at Drinking. So originally they'd pitched it as... The host's book? The host book, yeah. And okay. it was a, like, here's how to drink go to... properly? Drink properly. Go, like, look, here's what to look for in these bars. Here's how to... What you know, cocktails? What cocktails to yeah. order and all that stuff. And I think maybe rightfully so, they felt that there that was too thin of a, like, mm. topic. Although there's plenty of shows about, like, specific food. So I think, you, I yeah. think with the right production, you could have done it, but... Um, so they were like, okay, but that's a good idea. It's like you, you suck at blank. Um, now like, and this is, again, this is a good lesson to learn. Like you suck at everything, you know, here. And they're like, well, that's kind of a harsh title for a TV show. How about you could, you could do better at that, you know? And it's like, and so, so and that's how those things sort of flip flop and, and get to get to somewhere else. And I, so I think, um, and the first season, again, what I watched of that, like, I think, I think they tackled good topics it just like it wasn't adam ruins everything and i think they just needed to let it not be the same thing and you know and i liked them both and i also liked the dynamic between matthew and abby yeah she was she in both seasons she was in she was she was okay, i think cool. there's a couple episodes in the first season she like she got really sick or something like that but like uh again i wasn't on the first season but yeah. um what matthew really what i heard was he really liked her energy like she just she was Great a energy. very good foil for him. She's amazing on camera. She's like such a she she really ne she needs to have like a a travel show or so. She's very like she's very engaging in a way that a lot of a lot of talent now is too much like ah, like Instagram, like influencers, like, like I got to be going all the time. Like, you know, yeah. And she has that like old school grounded, like grounded, like yeah. professional, real. like she'd get there, do it and real, you yeah. know, but, but that, but that glossy real, you know, that yeah. like it's real, but better than me, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. she, she has that. And Matthew and Matthew is a, a great, flip to her because they're just you know different backgrounds different interests and you know i liked when you would just let it run like they would be on uh, i mean the end of a segment and then you just have okay, improv for five minutes and they played off each other really well and it killed me that those never translated well to the they got the, cut they they would get in there but the show just didn't allow for you know, in those five minutes, there might be like a minute in there where they really hit on something wonderful and just a back and forth, like, like you know, like like this. But like the show, it was like, I like tattoos. Oh, I like tattoos too. I have a crazy tattoo. You have a crazy And it was like, and, oh, and, yeah. and they needed to keep that energy <coughs> up. So yeah, and there were times where I was like, man, I could just watch these two just talk for a while, you know? Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. so, 
I'll call and tell them to have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you liked it so much, then you did the Fringe Festival. With, I, yeah, so he... Did he pull you in, or did He Matt, pulled me in. Nice. Yeah, he... So Matthew wrote the... What is the Fringe Festival? Short... Shorts? Plays. Yep, yeah, short plays. Yeah, it's a play. So it's all... Um, One X. No, it's, no, there's full-on oh, nice. full plays. I mean, ours was... I, I think ours was like 100 and... Or an hour fifteen or so, wow, you know. Nice. I mean, so it was. So he, so Matthew had written this, and I remember we were having lunch one day, and he told me the idea for this. I was like, "Oh, you gotta like do that. It's a cool idea." And then he did, and he was like, "I need you, need you to direct it because I need your brain, and also I need need some video stuff that, in it." And so it was, it was called Life Plan, um, and it was a essentially a sales pitch for. Uh, it takes place in the future, 2068. And so the world is in a soft dystopia, like not full Mad Max, but pretty shitty. Um, and it's this sales pitch that travels around and goes to places and offers people their dream life. Whatever your dream life is, it offers it to you for a set period of time, whatever you can essentially afford. Um, and then at I'm spoiler at the end of it, you take place in a part of in a ritual suicide and kill yourself, you know? So like you have oh, like, whoa, so whoa. it's it, the really audience is, warm and Yeah. I mean, inviting. so that was the thing was inviting people to say like, what, what is important to you? How, how living your life? Like what, like, is it better to have a really long life? That's shitty. A really good or, life, you right. know? And that's what yeah. this dealt with. So, um, we what, did, what's the answer? You know, I don't know. Oh. I, I, it's, it, the ritual suicide, I think. Yeah, that sounds, we, that we sounds had we no had feeling. people like people would discuss it afterwards. We'd pop out and you know and talk with people afterwards, and and it and it got people to his credit. It really got people um, thinking about those things because there are people. Oh, I, I would do this. I would totally do this. And people are like, what? No, you'd be dead in four years, three years, you know. Um, and so. Yeah, but it got, but I mean, it really got people thinking. So he brought me into that and we shot some videos that played behind them and it, and it, it turned out, I was really happy with how it turned out. And I just, I'm, I told him I just finished um, a draft. I want to, uh, um, taking the universe he created and, and turning it into a series like, so Dope. I just yeah, finished, sounds, just finished like a, a cool pilot, concept. like a first draft for a pilot. And I just, before, before I got here, I looked at my phone and he read it and he was like, this is great. So that feels good. So, nice. yeah. And now do you have a little in a true TV? Not that maybe, I don't know if it's right for true TV, but would you have a little in now that you know some of those people? No, <laughs> no. you're not Adam. No, I'm not, you know, and, and it's like, it's the, the trouble sometimes I, and I'm learning is, is you, you get behind layers of, you get these behind these firewalls. So I had my producers who were working with uh, the production company and then they were going up to True TV. So while I did talk with some of the people from True TV, I was very insulated from them. I mean, they were delivering notes to the producers who were sort of like, mm. you do not want to deal with this. Like, we'll take care of this. Just you, you're too busy. We're shooting too much to do that. Um, so I met with them a couple of times, like, um, but... I don't have anybody on speed dial over there. But you know the um, producers. Yeah, I guess yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So, and I think Matthew might reach out to them, but I've got other people. I'm also uh, in the knock on whatever <laughs> late stages of a pitch for a 
hopefully going into development um, for a series, maybe scripted and unscripted for a series based on this serial killer I knew as a kid. So yeah, you knew um, as a kid. I knew as a kid. Yeah, was it you? No, <laughs> no, I'm not that productive. Um, <laughs> the, uh, did, it, the, did the people in town know about him? They or? did eventually. So this, was <laughs> yeah. in, this was in Washington. Yeah, it was okay. a guy who went to my church. He lived. Well, he lived in the oh, parking lot of my church. He lived in a um, parking lot. Yeah, he was a home, homeless guy, and he ended oh. up, he... Um, that was Jesus. I'd be really surprised. Wow. And, well, Society Jesus, Jesus actually too. plays into this. Um, <laughs> oh. And so he... Um, he is Jesus. Uh, he, like, he would be around doing odd jobs and come to church sometimes, and he lived in this little pickup truck and that he, like, had in the parking lot. And I remember, and I was, like, 12, you know, and I was in the youth groups. So I was always there, and like my mom's a minister, so like I was always at church. And so I remember painting the like the parish hall one day, and I partnered up with him because I could handle him. He was odd to say the yeah. least. And I remember talking with him, and he was talking about like, oh, I, I like going to bars, but I don't mm. drink. Um, I just Red go, flag. Yeah. and I and then and I'm with my friends there, and then the bartender gives me a glass of milk, and I was like, dude. It's <laughs> really fucking weird, yeah. you know. Um, and and but I liked rollerblading. Um, be that as it may, he also did. He was a rollerblade courier. So we're standing huh. there, and he's like, "Oh, I just got a new pair of rollerblades. Like, uh, want to come over and check them out? Want to come down to my truck?" And your mom and let that happen. Or? Well, I remember looking down at the parking lot, and I saw his his truck, and it had the pickup truck with the like Cover. the cap on the back you oh, know and it was backed like up to the windows. yeah and it was backed up to this like little like like between the parking lot and the road this like little wooded area you know yeah. like maybe like 20 yards not 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 far but like um enough um and i remember looking down and i was like no i'm, I'm good you know like, uh, so you weren't yeah. afraid to tell this guy no i was politely said yeah. no um well that's cool you recognize it as at such a young age because a lot of you know especially back then you put have been like uh okay yeah like, i don't know no like, i did and um and so then uh, other people weren't as lucky no so then he ended up killing the daughter of a woman from our church wow. so um, is this like a comedy? We, I like how we it's laugh. It's not a comedy. That. No, it was, so it was really, really sad. I mean, like, what you're making. No. Okay. No, sorry. it's deadly serious. And so then he, um, you know, my production partner's like, this is the NDA, but like basically long story short, he ended up going to prison getting, uh, on the hook for another murder of a six year old girl in the early eighties. Wow. Um, and then he ends up having a cellmate that he, believes is Jesus and then just starts confessing all this. So how many so. people did he kill? No. Are we that we he, didn't know? He, he claims um, at least 13, but based on what I've got, oh. like I got a bunch of his like artwork and stuff and diary at my house. And it's like, he's, it's a lot. It, it could yeah. be, it could be, it could be five and it's creepy. It could be yeah. dozens. I, I mean, wow. it really like, and that's part of what we want to look into is crazy. How much of this is true. How much mine, is this, mine yeah. hunter. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you have the rights to his story. We have the book. There was a book written about it, which came out like a couple of weeks after nine 11. So it kind of, good God, how many tragedies do we have? <laughs> I'm bringing them all in. You thought this was a lighthearted Halloween show, didn't you? Podcast you know? got really um, dark. No, but, and so, so we've got the, rights to that and then um rights to uh the uh, 
the, another person with involved in the story. Mm. So yeah, are you allowed um, to say his name or? I don't want to say his name. No worries. That's <laughs> no, all right. It's okay. I that's why I, yeah, asked. That's I, why no, I asked. I would, but like, I'd, it's okay. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. What um sounds interesting. What is the process to pitch a show? It's hell. Um, it's <laughs> Tell it's, me about it. it's hell. It's uh, not. It, we've been div- so. Kathy, who was the producer on You Can Do Better, um, she and I were ha- we were having lunch, just hanging out, you know. And I mentioned she was like, "Oh, I'd love to do something in the true crime realm." I'm like, "Oh, I knew a serial killer." She's like, "I'm sorry, mm. what?" You know. And so yeah. that was two years ago. Um, and a little bit of it is that we have discovered more of the story in these couple of years. But so I, I think at least since the beginning of last year um of beginning of was it 2019 2019 um we've been doing pitch reels and all that stuff had meetings and we've got there's a company a couple companies that are really interested and they're like oh we need to do x y and z so but i mean it, it's this but do you cold call or does the producer cold call or how do you um she's she has an agent so we've met with a couple okay. people i have connections that have connections that you know it's again it's that People you know. People you know and and people who trust you and people who trust the work you do. So when you're having these meetings, um, what are you presenting as a pitch? Like, Mm. is it just like... Well, I don't, I mean, we haven't sold it yet, so I don't want to say if this works or not, (laughs) but like, well, I guess it's the typical route. Like, uh, But people seem interested in it. I mean, I have done, um, I have a unscripted sort of sizzle reel that tells the story of it. That okay. lays it out um, visually, then like visually with reel. interviews, news clipping, reel. news clipping, uh, interview, news clipping, sort of B roll that I can find cobbled together. It's very much in the trailer realm. I pull from that okay, like cool. thing. The first one I did of those, um, one of the people we're meeting with was they were like, "It's too, it's too slick." Like this feels mm-hmm. like a commercial for the television and show. And you're like, and you're welcome. I, I was like, exactly. I was, like, you know, but they were like, no, we need a little bit more information. So I'm, I just delivered a sort of third version of that. But um, I have that. I have written uh, like the pilot, pilot episode, okay. I, which I haven't actually handed over to anybody just yet. But I have a sort of a show bible of like how okay. I want the scripted series to go. And then we just deliver. We just are working on a um, the unscripted pitch deck that's you know yeah. several pages it's it's the show bible is pretty big right what's that the show bible is usually pretty long um i think it's what i have is about seven or eight pages okay you know and i've tried to bring some visuals into it and the, the the biggest thing and i think i get this from the advertising world is knowing preempting questions you, you just know people are going to mm. ask questions and i thought i was good at that and now I'm better at it because there's there's sort of it's very easy for you because you wrote it because you have been living with it to know it all in your head, right? Um, and nobody and you just have to assume you're talking to a two year old. And I don't mean that sort of pejoratively, like like okay, you're these guys are idiots and they're like children. But I mean, you literally have to explain everything because, and again, from the ad world, whenever we would pitch work to a client you they don't know anything they and they're not creative people at least people mm. in this industry are somewhat creative you know but like yeah. when you're pitching to uh like somebody who makes 
you know, chicken it, wings. Yeah. Like, and, and ad people get very frustrated by that. I'm like, why? It's like, you don't know how to fucking make chicken wings. They don't <laughs> yeah. know how to make commercials. Like, so you're in yeah. meat in the middle. Like, right. um, and so, but it's really like when I put these decks together and the sizzle is like, what do people need to know? Or like in terms of they have to be spoon fed almost tone in terms yeah. of who these characters are and really go through it with a, like a, just a fine tooth comb of like, and, and then you do it and you get in a meeting and they ask some question and you're like, is it like think about that? Kate, can we make the serial killer more likable? Yeah, I mean, you get like I I met with I was talking with a couple of writers about this and they were like, "Oh, what what if this guy then ended up doing like like solving other crimes?" And I was like, "But that didn't happen." But then I'm like I'm like, "But if somebody wants to pay me to do that, sure." Yeah. Fuck me. You know, like yeah. um but yeah, I mean, so it's um do you find that it happens a lot where it's like you're like, okay, I mean, we really like the idea, but what if we do this? Are you kind of willing to bend and be like, all right, fine. If it's going to get made, I'll do it. Yeah, that's, obviously. That's the big question. You know, I mean, right. I think it's... But it's, it's, it alters the story, like, dramatically, though. You Paul, know Paul's I mean? like, actually, I'm remembering it. Yeah, I think that did happen. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it was based on my life. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's not so much that something changes, but what, what happens... What are they going to do to it that... Are you when when they do what they want to do to it? Are you going to be happy with yourself? You know, it's not change is not the problem. Like, and and I have to being a director, the biggest thing is knowing that I don't know everything and that I have to work with actors who have ideas. I have to work with the DP who's going to have ideas, and I've and I know directors who are. This is how we do it. This is my one way, and That's and I, and I imagine yeah. that their lives are very difficult. Um, so part of it is knowing that other people are going to have ideas that differ from yours. And so I think even at this part of the creative process, you have to, and, and instinctively, because I, I, when I hear a new idea, I've had to, like, I'll get that email on a Friday night from somebody that's like the notes, and I'm like, my immediate reaction is, dear so-and-so, go fuck you. You know, like, like but then I'm like, okay, now take a breath, yeah. think about it, and then, like, let it let it slide really think about what they want to do think yeah. about how how you can do what they have asked because sometimes people are asking for something you also like i've learned that a lot of people ask for things and as a creative your your opinion is your mindset is like that what they're asking for is gospel and then you're like very hesitantly like i i really think that's a bad idea and then people are like oh okay you know cool you know and then like so, so like you can push back too you know and like and again it's about compromise and and if, if you're if you really feel strongly about something and you push back and that friction begins take that as a sign i mean that's like first date stuff where like you know you're like oh you're not gonna tip the waiter like no i don't believe in that You're like, oh, okay, okay. You know, like yeah maybe we should, this should be no, it'll, get yeah. it'll get better it'll get better right after tomorrow morning we're not seeing each other no, but um but yeah um no it's uh but yeah it's it's compromise and and all that so that's that's all of this you know and you have yeah. to, to to listen to other people have you ever had any uh really difficult actors on set and how do you handle that um besides austin yeah, yeah. No, That's you, you were great. You were fine. I, um, That's not what Austin said. Well, you, just kidding. Yeah, no. I I, it. Austin said he was difficult. Were yeah. you difficult? No, no we're just no, kidding. You weren't difficult. <laughs> Guys, no. bits over. <laughs> no, he was. He was a nightmare. Um, so once, once, yeah. Once he leaves, I'll tell you. All right, cool. What? Um, <laughs> no, it it was. 
I, I haven't had many. Um, you can smell them from a mile away. Mm. And like that's part of it is like saying like, okay, like know who you can lean into and trust that they're just going to go for it and stuff. But like, so I, and I've had others, again, I, I, I can think of one specific example on, on, on you can do better where there was an actor who refused to take a gulp of water. Like, and it was colored water. Like they put a little bit of food coloring in it or something like that to so make it look like vinegar. That was the problem. That was the problem. The artificial mm -hmm. coloring. Yeah. And I, I was like, and it, and it was the, it was the end of the day. It was the end of the week. It was cold. It, like the We're crew trying was, to go home. It, it was that like yeah. thing. And I, and I, and, and so, and it was, but I, I so rarely have had any actor who. Well, what about like, actors who are just like underprepared? Like who just, they get to set and maybe you find that like, oh man. Actually, now you're making me remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's like Austin. Yeah. yeah there, there it is. No, it, that is difficult. Um, and there's a lot of people in this town who are good at some things mm -hmm. or handsome or fit, fit the role and not good at other things like acting or remembering words. Um, and so, but it's, again, it's, it's, it's problem solving. You have to look at that like you would look at like, oh, I, I have to shoot an exterior today and all of a sudden it's really windy or the rain is blowing. Like it's, it's all problem solving. So you have to say, okay, well, how do I deal with this person who's a complete moron and doesn't know their lines and is not a professional? And, and so um, I don't like doing it. Um, or then on the flip side, if somebody comes up who's like super prepared and doing stuff that you didn't expect, do you change up the way, what you were going to do that day to like match what they're bringing differently or, or no? Occasionally. Um, the way they could do the best is just do it the way everybody prepared it. It, it depends on what the, it depends on what the thing is. Right. And, and it's, I love it. Like I've had people, especially, I mean, it's the improv thing. It's, you right. get the guy who comes in there and is like, hey, I've got this great idea. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to change it up. And, and you're like, and I am happy to let that happen. And sometimes it works. The problem is when they have, they, when they only see it that way. And, and it's one thing on a longer form thing on commercials. It's a fucking nightmare because it like, yeah, I'd love to let you do whatever you do. You know, we've got um, 30 seconds, we've got 30 seconds right. and I've got, you know, uh, this insurance company anyway. up here. Who's yeah. like, we need to hit these specific words yeah, yeah. legally. And, you know, and in this order yeah. and the guy's like, well, it's not, blah, 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 blah. you know, like, no, God, you, you gotta, you right. gotta just, Read once, motherfucker. <laughs> Read the words, okay. how I, you know, and then I'll pretend like the camera's rolling while we wrap up. No, no, but like it, but so that it's commercials is where it's very frustrating. Yeah. Um, but again, but, but I've also had times where people bring wonderful things to sets. It's not that I don't like that. It's not that I don't yeah. appreciate it. It's just, again, like it's, it's tunnel vision. Tunnel vision on anybody's part can just grind a production to a halt. So like, how do you handle that guy that, with the water, like, what do you do? I yelled at him. <laughs> yeah, so there I, was multiple yelling. Yeah, maybe he's no, allergic. Yeah. Maybe he's allergic to water. To water. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was one of those aliens from Signs. Um, yeah, uh, no, it was. Um, I, I, I lost my cool. But again, I don't. It was. It was literally it was the last shot yeah, of the day. Way to end the day, guys. And it was. It was. I just needed him to go. Like like that, you know. And he, so he could spit it out after. He could spit it out. It was. 
And we brought him multiple options for lightly colored water, some with a little bit of coffee in it, some with a little bit of tea in it, some with a little food. Co- and it was... Oh. Whoa, even with coffee or tea in it? It was... I, Man. I don't know. So, I mean, that I was just like, please just drink the... Goddamn water. He's like, and, look, man, I'm so hydrated enough. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Um, and it was, but it was still a weird thing to. I, it's just that I've had actors who so often will will just do whatever, like just go for it, you know. And like, and sometimes I'm like, good lord, they really fucking went for it, <laughs> like, you know, like I had extras one time. I was like, I need you guys to. I know you just met each other. Like, I need you guys. This was not Playboy. I just need you to make out, you know. And like they were extras, and like I was filming the scene, and we had to pan. And I looked over, I go, "Holy shit!" And I mean, they were just really like Guys, going to town, like you know? 10 and like, minutes ago. yeah. And I'm like, so whenever I see an actor, like they're married now, just yeah. go that extra mile. I'm just like, that's that's awesome. Like that, yeah. I mean, and that is the that is the, the 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 craft. And I know that there's varying levels of that. So it's like when you have somebody who refuses to do like one weird thing, like yeah. you're like, what? How do? How are you? How are you going to be when the the like the real tough thing comes yeah. up, you know? And so um, I felt bad. I apologized, but it was like I was so tired. And, and right. were they know, apologetic hey. or not? They're kind of just like, uh, yeah, they you were, have nothing to apologize for. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. I it was. Uh, I but I don't. But again, I don't. I don't like doing that. Yeah. I really don't. I don't because I've worked with producers and I've worked with directors who do that, and that's like their. And it's like, again, you go to that Christian Bale thing. Like, I've never worked with him. Like, maybe 99% of the time, he's a swell guy on set. But all people know is that one thing. So yeah. it's yeah. like, you, you, you don't want to be that one the guy. that like the, you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so it's sort of, you always have to be on and, and get stuff done. But then again, I know other directors who, like, are nightmares. Yeah. And like, I hear story and people are like, ah, ha, ha, he fired me. <laughs> and then, like, I show, you know, like, yeah. and, and, but then they're directing multi billion dollar movies and you're like, well, right. maybe that's the way to be. <laughs> you know, like, maybe I should maybe be. Maybe that's what it takes. It, uh, there's something to be said about that. And I don't like that. But yeah, I mean, there's a sort of intractability and one day we'll get there. Yeah, you know, but yeah. So uh, before we get the plugs, um, Paul, is there any, looking back to your younger self, is there any advice you would give to a, a young Paul who's going into LA to direct that you know now? Um, For that kid in America University, yeah. American University. You know, I, I think I, I wished I would have made a few more things like just on my, on my own, you know, and I would, I would always make little weird little like things, shorts? That, shorts and things okay. like that. Um, I, I think just being present, I, I think moving out of the town helped me. I don't know if I would have, but I think if I would have, as soon as I hit the ground running here, really like dove in, you know, um, in some other ways outside. I was very focused on rent, <laughs> making, yeah. making money that I was doing, doing programs and shows that I knew I could get the, get the work, but I don't think it was advancing my sort of creative career as much. So I, th- I, I think I would have found better avenues for that. Um, I think just always be, always be making stuff, you know, and I still do it as much as I can, but it's tough when you're working and have family and all that, you know, but. Do you um, think the festival route is a viable way to go? Like film festival? Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I know so many, I know, I don't know. I don't think, I'm trying to think of anything that, if it makes you make something, yes. But like, I'm trying to think of the the number of films or shorts 
that I've seen. Thunder Road. Did you see that one? No, I didn't see it. It was a South by Southwest. Jim Cummings. Yeah, that's yeah. the only one I know. Okay. He, he got I'm, a feature out of it. I mean, but I know more more stories of somebody who did sure. a weird Vimeo video who got like that went viral. a horror movie that now they're doing, you know, like the yeah. next like X-Men movie. You know, and, and yeah. so it's like I think those things that that the festival I f- route maybe a little bit of a leftover from a previous generation where that was mm. the only way people could see this stuff. And now it's online. It's online. I mean, you know, like I did some of those trailers, like I did one for 2012, like the stupid Roland Emmerich movie. And like, this was in 2010 or whatever, like, or 11, whenever that came out, they got like a million views back then. Like, I'm sorry. Like you can't even like Vimeo videos that I see that are little shorts that get like a hundred thousand, 200,000 views. That's probably a hundred, like 90, more than we'll see it at a festival. I mean, yes, there's Sundance, there's South by and all that stuff, which are the bigger ones that can get the the thing. But I also think at festivals, I think it's, it's like, I I think for features, anybody's putting it in already. They're stacking the the studios and the indie studios are stacking their deck. You know, like they always Mm -hmm. talk about like, it's an independent film. I'm like, yeah, but you have like four, Academy Award winners. Yeah. Like, how is this an independent yeah. film? Yeah. Like, Brad you know, I think the lead. I think it's like the last true. Like, I think about. Um, did you ever see Primer? Um, mm-hmm. It's this guy, and he uh, Shane Carruth. He's out of Texas. He did uh, Upstream College. He's done like, but he, his movie. He like won the lottery. He won like ten thousand or something on the lottery. Made this movie about time travel, and like, and it was like nobody's in it. The sound's terrible, <laughs> like, yeah. you know. But it's a fantastic movie, and like, and that's the last thing I really remember seeing that like made it somewhere that mm. wasn't a sort of side project for like Matt Damon, Matt Damon, or you know, like, yeah. and I've seen other things that are like, uh, like it's like it's an independent movie. I'm like, it's the Duplass brothers. It's like <laughs> yeah. they start like yeah. like just because they're not like in yeah. a studio doesn't mean that they're not <laughs> right. like. So I think what that means, but I think for festivals, yeah, I, again, but it, if it if that's the goal for you to make something, you still put it online. You know, what yeah. I mean, and, and so there's no there's no bad route. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think I, I wish some things, but again, I was. You asked my wife; she's like, "You're always doing stuff." So I don't know. <laughs> so you've you've worked on a lot of a ton of things, like a good variety of stuff. Yeah. You even work with Kylie Jenner. Oh um, yeah, that's right. I did. I so that I let my good friend who works at the ad agency. He shot that actual thing. I shot the rest okay. of it and like came up with the concept and edited it and all that. Like, so, so but you weren't there. I did not actually meet her. Oh, okay. So Cause you, he was I with the you. agency that, and he was like, you can go, but like, <laughs> like they're letting two people go and we need like one, you know, I was like, go. And yeah. I knew he would appreciate it more than I would, you know, right. and I knew he knew what he wanted. So, uh, but the rest of that stupid little thing I shot and wrote, <laughs> and, wrote and it was, it was longer it was really like an infomercial for like how to use a television. Yeah, yeah like, I was, I was like, it got, it got. I was like, you're teaching us how to use a TV. Well, the whole thing yeah, is like I know. they live their life on, online. Sure. And I think the yeah. longer form made a little bit more sense. But then um, he was like, it's too long. Make it short, like, in, like just snap. But it still is pretty funny watching her. Make it like Snapchat. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, it would have been nice to at least have said I met the. Is she now the richest? Self-made, self-made. Billion, right? I billion. mean, self-made. How much does that piss her sister off? Yeah, she's like, I did the 
sex tape and now yeah, exactly. you're, you're <laughs> lapping me i did the, the heavy lifting yeah. up front guys like i hung out with paris hilton and she's got yeah, kanye i know right which if it wasn't for that sex tape though would we even know who they are maybe yeah. maybe not did None you guys see kanye on carpool karaoke i did not mm, no, yeah, yeah i saw the plane on the plane airpool or airplane airplane when was this this last week, it was with Corden, four right? days ago, they oh, did it on an that. airplane though with Kanye's whole like choir he travels with. But did really? it wasn't it like he said something really offensive or something? The only thing that I cringed, but it's classic Kanye, so I loved it. It was like something about money, right? Got I or I forget that, but he was like, God is showing off with me. God yeah. is using me to show off. This is what God can do. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, but he does it, and people are like, he's crazy. And then there's like a million like. Tele, uh, televangelists who are saying that, and yeah. I, they're right, you know, but like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't, I like the new album. I know that people really fucking hate it. Though. I haven't like, listened to all of it. People like the lyrics are ridiculous. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'd stop listening to what was coming out of his mouth, you know, three or four years ago. But yeah, but, uh, but man, it's, he's, he's, he's he, a character. He's the man. And he'll tell you. Oh yeah. That he's yeah. the man. He's God. Hell yeah. According to him. Exactly. I used to run into him all the time. Like, really? Yeah, yeah like We're at? Amoeba and the, oh, yeah. the little like uh, like um, the new stand down there at Melrose and Fairfax. Just I, walking you know, around. He's just walking around. At, what, what, at which point magazine. in his career? Like after he was on? Uh, like right after Through the Wire. Mm, so, so like right there. So like he's right, like kind of in that cusp of like yeah. getting stardom. Yeah. Yeah. And so and, and Did you give him the nod when you saw yeah him? yeah and he no he was like he had like the couple of times and like when I was the news I was like hey you know he's like hey how's it going and he had like an armful of like Trinkets. architectural digest and like wow. dwell and all I hmm. was like that's cool because like, I yeah. love design and you know and like yeah yeah but uh, now I, I think talented he would, guy he wouldn't you know he just yeah. run me over <laughs> <laughs> should we uh, should we do plugs um, gentlemen well I was gonna ask one last do quick question yeah. Uh, yeah. I was kind of going off the last question I asked you, but you've done all these different things. Uh, what do you feel like is the end game for you? Like, what do you really want to do? Features. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, I, it's features in television, but I, I just, I grew up loving movies. Favorite movie? A favorite. A favorite. Um, the movie that brought you here to L.A.? A movie. Yeah, a movie. <laughs> Doesn't have to be the movie. I mean, I always think in terms of directors. I go John Carpenter, cool. Michael Mann, Kubrick. Nice. And so it's like those, it, it's going to be somewhere in there. If I'm having to say yeah. like as a kid, I mean, you can't beat the Star Wars movies. Like okay. I can't, like that was as a kid, that well, was. Well, they, they did do, with the prequels. <laughs> they did beat them. You're right. They topped them and, and it's yeah, never going to get it. any better. And, you know, um, <laughs> but so it's like, I, I just, that was Growing up was, I was the indoor kid. You know, I just, yeah. I mean, you know, I'd watch movies, Star Wars and, whatever yeah. I could, any, yeah. anything I could. Um, and it, I was very fortunate to like sort of get the 80s movies in the 80s. And then like, I was like, I remember seeing Pulp Fiction mm -hmm. in the theater and I was like, okay, that nice. settles it. That's exactly yeah. what I want to do, you know? Yeah, and like yeah. that now that I know I can make space movies and also do this crazy shit, like, you know, like yeah. every, everything seemed open. And then, so that really just solidified it. So I, I, I love movies. I love big, dumb movies, you know? So it's like, I would love like, like, like what? Oh shit. Like Michael Bay movies, you know I mean? Okay. Like, you know, yeah. like I, love I, that, that spinning around. I, I love the, Armageddon. Those, those, Pain and Gain. Painting game was great, right, was you know. Like I like that. One. I mean, the Transformer movies are dumb as rocks, but they look great, you know. <laughs> yeah, but like, they look really but good. but 
they're so I, I love that stuff. I also love, you know, like very simple things. So I just, I think there's something to be said about turning around a story in two hours. That's yeah. Very cool. But I also know that people are like, you know, they're dying, right? I'm like, well, maybe, but you know, and it's so TV's also. I don't know. I mean, I think that the movie theater thing is going to stick around for a while. Because there's something about that experience. I prefer though. going to see it in the movies. Yeah, I love going. I, to the, I love going to the movies. They just lower the ticket prices. Yeah, A list, man. Uh, AMC A list. Tuesdays on AMC, six dollars. Once you have kids, it's. Uh, <laughs> I think it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's expensive. It's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen Joker. I know. I like. Yeah. No, I got to. I got to see that between work and kids. It's just like. Yeah. Uh, What's the last movie they saw, with you? In the theater. Yeah. Uh, I took my son to see. Uh, no, we we went and saw Dora the Explorer. That was one. it good? Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm not gonna. Lie. I it, saw the trailer and I was like, oh, live God. action. It oh, was. God. It was one of those movies that I was like, I was kind of cracking up. And and sometimes <laughs> like they do with kids stuff, they do shit that's like trying too hard to be like, oh, you get what we're really doing here. Right. But this was like some like really subtle. And I, I don't know who directed it. Um. I'm trying to remember who did it. Was but that I, Tarantino? Or? <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> no, it was, I think it was, I'm trying to remember if that was one of the ones that the guy did, like the Mighty Boosh or something like that. But like he, it, there's like these like weird little smart, no, that was the guy who did Paddington who did the Mighty Boosh. But like, uh, but they, these weird like um, things where like they, the, like the girl, like it's like, oh, you know, she talks to the, it's like, she's like, can you say, you know, peligro, you know? And like <laughs> everybody else at the table just look, looks at her and is like, what is she? Oh, nice. yeah, yeah. You know, they do stuff like yeah. that. Like not Michael, Michael Pena. He, yeah, he's in it. Right? Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, he's, in it. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, and so it's, it was fun. And it was like, you realize like some of these uh, big action movies with the billions of dollars where they're running through the jungle are just like really trying too hard. Cause like mm. there's something really fun about just watching a couple kids like turn stone knobs in a thing, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you know, yeah, it's fun. But uh, yeah, they, but then they want to see it and Joker. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you're not. <laughs> but I'm also the bad dad with that stuff. Joker might I not be for the. I think kids. you would be the fun dad. I am the fun dad. Yeah. I am the dad that people are like, yeah. Don't when they send their kids, don't show them stuff. You right. know, my son is six, but like we're watching. He's like, it's all strange. Like he loves scary stuff, and I just yeah. can't wait. And I have these like prints. Uh, this one artist and it's like all these different horror movie characters like in this uh, in this thing and like he just stares at it and like he's like who's that I'm like it's Jason he's like who's that I'm like, it's you know like, can, I, can I see that and I'm like no and, and I'm like but I really wish you could and I can't wait I can't wait until we can sit <laughs> down and watch, watch the thing you know <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's fun like kind of cracking their brain open it and, and yeah and, that's cool and if you have kids show them old movies from the get-go all the if classics. you don't their their time their attention span gets rewired to yeah. modern times. So I have a lot of friends who can't, their kids can't watch older stuff. A lot of them have older stuff are the best stuff. It's it the is. best stuff. A lot of them have adult themes, don't they? Yeah. No. What? Sunset Boulevard. They're having, they don't have to watch that. Oh, okay. <laughs> they could. Surely they could. Temple. I guess the black and white, they, that's a, that's a no, no for them. That's maybe, that's, too, like, that's, that's maybe too far back. That's oh. they, they see black and white and they're just like, Whoa. <laughs> like, I, yeah. although I did show them, uh, did they have they seen Star Wars the original? Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. My daughter's gotcha. not. Kids today aren't into Star Wars though. Like that's really because they're watered no. down now. They're, they're, yeah, they're just not. They're not. They don't. It's not as cool. It's not as like for them. It's all Marvel, and, mm. and I can't yeah. blame them. Like that's like you can't. It's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, but yeah. also like the Marvel movies are operating 
with that same sense of like, let's just fucking do it. You know, like yeah. that Star Wars did it first, you know, where it's like, you know, and so even though the money is in is heavy into it, but like uh, Star Wars is too aware of what it was. You know, I still mm-hmm. like them. I love the still last Jedi. Disney. Like I know, you know, yeah, but like I love that. I loved it and people hated it, but like I, I loved it. And uh, But like for the kids, it's not, not the same. I liked Solo. Did you? I, I liked it too. It was, it was okay. It was fun. For me, Solo was a, a really solid movie that didn't need to exist. You yeah, know, yeah like, I agree. Like, I, yeah. Like that's I probably why they're not, not making it anymore. I didn't like Rogue One. Solo, I, I enjoyed it, but I'm like... I went in expecting not to like it because yeah. I didn't want them to ruin Harrison Ford but uh, or uh, Han Solo, but yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's Ron Howard. He's... he's yeah, he's he's, he's, he's like a Gene Hackman. He knows what kinda he's like. He's always doing. at least pretty good. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, Paul Bettany, I think that's his name, as the bad guy in Solo. Yeah. I thought he killed yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, he's good in a lot of yeah. everything he does. But Knight's Tale, guys, yeah, we're not going to keep Paul too long. Anyway, let's get right. to some plugs. I got nothing. You got to dig through that candy. It's for oh yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, plug, where can people plug, find you? Uh, go to Paul G D Hogan. It's my site. It's got stuff I got. I just did new reels and everything like that. So yeah, yeah if, it's a sleek site. A lot of like, good material. Yeah, we'll check it you. out. Yeah. Thank you. Love, um, love the reel, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Everybody, yeah, go and check out his reel. Yeah. Thank you. I have two. I have a comedy reel, which I, I finally felt I should do. People always yeah. I, yeah. I don't watch a lot of comedy, and then I had enough people telling me, you know, you're good with comedy. I'm yeah. like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought comedy was your thing. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, thought it, I, I thought it was too. I never, like... I, but you work with a lot of comedians. I do. Comedy Central, I, you I, started off there. And he hated it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like comedians. I like working with comedians. Apparently, I'm good with creating comedy, but like yeah. on a Friday night, I'm like, what is the most violent movie I can watch? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, um, it's just, yeah. Um, but uh, I do like comedies. But so yeah, check check it out. Um, hopefully, I will. If you'll have me, I'll come back. If I sell one of these, hey, we, we, would, we would love freaking shows. Love, love that. that. That's a real success story. We'd love to have yeah. you pitch us. There you go. There it is. <laughs> pass. That's a pass from me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, unfortunately, I have nothing else to to pitch at the time. It's Can we settle it right now? You're getting Garrison Dean. So okay. Yeah, right, so long right. and short of it is. When I was I was working for uh, doing content for a site called IO9, which is like a sci-fi blog that used to be the whole gawker for that whole mess, um, and I did I was doing stuff. It was like my commenter name, and Garrison is my middle name. Dean, your username. When you say comment. Would, yeah, like I would comment on the site like you're, an asshole. You're like, fake. <laughs> like, you know, like, because I'm like, I don't want them to know who I really am. <laughs> They'll never figure this out, you know. Um, and Troll. so, exactly. I can say whatever yeah. I want. It'll never come back yeah. to bite me in the ass. But you got your uh, picture on the, pro, the profile. It was an avatar. So that was my name. I just picked it at random because it was Garrison and then they... Uh, I really like MacGyver, so my friends would call oh. me Paul Dean Hogan because of Richard Dean. This is really deep stuff. Right. Uh, but so I just combined the two. Fast forward to the site ended up having me do create content for them, and then once I started doing these trailers and they would go viral, it was like then people were coming to Garrison Dean for stuff, and I'm like, fuck, now I'm that guy. But I did it. I kept it for long enough just because Paul Hogan is Crocodile Dundee. It's what you get when you search that so yeah. although now yeah. I, I've discovered if you suit Paul Hogan director I'd, I actually do come up a, a nice. couple of things yeah. but yeah um, one day fuck that Austrian <laughs> yeah, yeah. what's he doing now? I really yeah. want to meet him I, that'd know, be dope he seems have, super chill I have yeah. one one final story but I was <laughs> going to Jamaica 
uh, with my family and we flew there. My, my wife and I flew there to meet my parents and, and, um, we got to the airport and we're, we were at the back of the plane and at the airport, they, they took all your luggage and put it in this like waiting area, you know? And so we're at the back of the plane all the way to the back, get off. And I'm, I'm get to, I see my luggage and like one guy who works there just standing next to my luggage. And I walk up to it. He goes, Paul Logan. And I go, <laughs> yeah. He goes, Oh, <laughs> and he walked away and I went, Oh man. Cause it's like, well, shit. like it maybe yeah. he thought hot, you know, and I, yeah. I felt really bad, you know, like I should do a good eye, Mike, you know, like, yeah. that's um, not a knife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's why I try to differentiate myself enough, but yeah. Almost there, man. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Pretty soon it'll be Paul Hogan, the director, man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Cool, One, man. That, I believe in myself. That's I like it. Yeah. Guys. Awesome. Great conversation. Awesome. Thank, thank you for thank you for coming. By. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun. We'd love to have you back next Definitely. time when you got the show going. That'd be yeah. Great. yeah, 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 for sure. How do we end this? Just like that. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> thank you, guys.